genre. Good to go. There we go. <clears throat> okay, take right, it away, I'll, Zach. Yeah, basically, I'll do an intro, say my name. Scott will say his name, and then um, we usually just have the guests introduce themselves. So if you want to say, like, <laughs> I never your name remember and what to tell people that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> say your name. It's probably worth throwing Zach, up there. Yeah, <laughs> Zach yeah. always He's remembers. Like, well, like, you're. Like I'm so and so from whatever podcaster website or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'll do. The, I'll start it off. Then Scott will say. You go, George, and then, and then I'll go. How about that? Introduce yourself. Sound good? So, Neil, I'll say my name, then I'll ask you a dumb question, and then oh. you can say your name. It's not all show, <laughs> George. It's not all yeah, show. I love it. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, it's a habit. You go first, George, and then I'll go. All right. All right. I'll go let's last. try it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Brilliant. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one bunker-busting minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm George Hendricks. And I am Neil Brown. And we're from the Mogwai Minute. Yeah, thanks for being here with us today, guys. We appreciate you coming on the show. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Very happy to be here. (laughs) It's funny, yeah, we have sort of the first introduction of a, like, green menacing creature in this minute so it's perfect uh we, what could it be today we're, yeah, today we're talking about minute 51 uh which starts with uh the introduction of the quest aerospace uh military testing grounds i guess um conversation outside of the car and ends with our first shot of graduation uh with peter and the chess club um so I what what do we want to talk about first? Sort of jumps out early on in this in this minute. Uh, Structure wise, do you have something you wanted to jankiest to exosuit skeleton oh, design I, I've ever seen? I, in I my have life. a question before <laughs> before we get to Mecha Locust. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Okay, um, so <laughs> yeah. who is this guy talking to Slocum? Because I don't think we've really been introduced to him in the movie. No, uh, not at all. No, uh, so he's just a he's just a quest aerospace yeah quest aerospace guy rep. Um, right. Yeah. He looks like yeah, a high school he's... principal. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly, he certainly does. He has that weird administrator vibe. Um, yeah, he's just credited as project coordinator oh, in nice. the uh, in the in the film itself. Uh, and it's a it's Jim Ward who he's mostly known as a voice actor these days. Uh, he played uh, Chet Ubecha on the Fairly Odd Parents, the news reporter <laughs> from the Dimsdale oh. TV news channel. Uh, nice. <laughs> he also played Professor Charles Xavier in the series Wolverine on the, and the X-Men, which oh. I think is the most straightforward title any X-Men series has ever had. But Interesting. yeah, he's just, uh, they didn't bury the lead on that like... one. They didn't bury the lead on that one. No. <laughs> More straightforward than origins. Uh, uh maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, 
hey, you want to watch this show? Uh, Wolverine's on it. And yeah. there's X-Men. Perfect. I, I was uh, just confused as to <laughs> why the movie didn't introduce in any way this guy. Like, I mean, okay, so we know he works for Quest, but like when, when Slocum gets out of the car, I thought maybe they could have just dropped a line, ah, oh, General Slocum, my name's such and such. Even just that, it's just like this guy is. We don't know some formality. Well, I think, I think the idea is that is that uh, Slocum, uh, you know, he hates Oscorp and Norman Osborn. Right. And so I think the idea is that he already knows this guy because he's buddy buddy with this guy because he likes what this mm. guy's doing. He likes what Quest Aerospace is sure. doing. So, so the idea that is, I believe, is that they have a pre-existing relationship. Mm. Uh, and so there's no reason yeah. for him to introduce himself to, to Slocum because he already knows. Sure. No, and plus he's on screen for all of 45 seconds before he goes up in a ball. Yeah, of fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Do we know why? <laughs> Short tenure. Like, I mean, my question is, is in the con- – that question was like more for like the audience's benefit. But I guess this next question is more in the context of right. the movie itself. Does, do we know why – are we supposed to know why Slocum hates Oscorp and Norman? Um, I, I think you're just supposed to accept that he's a, he's a jerk. Um, and, and that's, and that's pretty much it. But I will say in the, in the shooting draft, there is a little bit of an extra bit. So when the project coordinator asked him, uh, and what about your commitment to Oscorp? Hmm. Uh, Slocum says in the script, in in the movie, he says nothing would please me more than to put Norman Osborn out of business. Mm. But in the in the mm. shooting draft, he actually says Norman Osborn has continuously risked our time and money to satisfy his outrageous dreams. Nothing would please me more than to put him out of business. Uh, right. Uh, so okay. he he has obviously had a few. Uh, Failed experiments or failed yeah. projects, perhaps, uh, and has wasted a bunch of their time and money. And and Slocum yeah. uh, is apparently sick of it. Maybe they thought that was just a little clunky in the dialogue, right? Uh, and it was just easier just to Probably. crack on with it. Yeah, yeah, that would be <laughs> my guess. Though it does just sort of leave him singing me like a a random jerk. Just he's just pissed off all the time. Yeah. Uh, at at Norman. Well, all the uh, most of the authority yeah. figures in this movie are random jerks. You know, Uncle Ben and yeah. Aunt May. They're the really good ones. Pretty much everybody after that, just like you know, their butthole. Yeah, they're power hungry or insane or or money. You know, they're just none of the uh, higher higher levels of authority are displayed in a prominent manner that's pleasing. Which I suppose is like a a hallmark of the Spider Man mythos in general, like the idea that uh, you know you're your professors at your school might become dangerous, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, monsters or that, uh, you know, local local politicians become crazy, like maniacal creatures or scientists are always running into these ridiculous, uh, like, experiments that blow them up. Like, almost everybody who represents adulthood in a sort of, you know, or, or, or how J. Jonah Jameson is, like, the most irritating boss imaginable, really hard on Peter, that whatever adulthood is represented by a character in this in this world it's almost um blown up into a a much larger than life awful uh standing in your way type of of of, of force i guess um yeah but I, I, when you're watching with real people it, it seems a little a little goofy every once in a while um with mm. like um general slocum here stanley anderson right yes he's uh mm. he was a big theater actor back in the day like he's been working since the 1960s and he's on tv and movies here and there like he played the um the president in armageddon and a couple things like that he was drew carey's dad on the drew carey show but for the most part he was 
a big theater actor at like Arena Stage, Seattle Repertory Theater, uh, the Actors Company, California Shakespeare Festival, and he did a lot of like educational voiceover. So if you ever watch like an old National Geographic show or Discovery Channel or PBS or History Channel, like War Doc, often uh, General Slocum here, Stanley Anderson, is doing the the voice for it because he just has that sort of grizzled. Mm-hmm. more like uh which he brings past. here uh absolutely yeah yeah in this short little bit what is this place this like underground thing i, I think it's the set of no, it's a bunker it said it said in the last minute yeah. at the very end it said quest aerospace uh-huh. proving grounds bunker number six i think it's also the okay, set of, so it's just like it's also the set yeah, of capricorn ahead. one and it's where they do, it's where the government do all the fake moon landings yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, what it reminds me of is the comic book origin of uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like the bunker. Yeah, I was about to say it's like this is where the gamma bomb goes. Yeah, off. totally. Because um, I remember yeah. that from back in the day, where you know he's in there looking through and he got blasted, and you see his skeleton and all that sort of thing. Yeah, Yikes. totally. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to chew on, like uh, narrative wise, in this scene. They kind of show up just to like you know badmouth Norman for a sec. And then he just mm. blows them all to smithereens. Uh, is does it read any differently in 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 drafts, or is this sort of scene always this like sort of quiet little punchy revenge? Uh, it's just it's just um, longer um, in yeah. the uh, in the shooting in the in the shooting draft because it's not in the it's not in David Kep's draft because um, if you remember okay. uh, it it cuts from uh, that crazy helicopter screaming at the sky. Uh, bit um mufasa uncle <laughs> ben mufasa moment yeah mufasa yeah. uncle ben it cuts from that to the montage of uh jameson trying to figure out who spider-man is as spider-man is doing stuff um right so all of the like the graduation all of that stuff is not in the kept draft at all um so interesting yeah so this is so this this sequence is uh only in the shooting draft uh so i assume rosenberg probably uh wrote this bit um Mm -hmm. it's also worth noting as george pointed out the uh the 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 clunkiness of the exoskeleton um (laughs) they don't give the exoskeleton a name in uh in the movie, but in the script, it's known as mm. the Badger. Oh, really? Oh, wow! So oh, wow. I feel like a Badger would last longer against a Green Goblin than this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, okay. For one thing, it's got what a single propulsion unit pushing it off the ground, but it's got two yeah. giant cannons on top. So as soon as the thing fires, it's going to flip backwards. <laughs> right. It's going to like yeah. spin around like a, <laughs> just see, like a curve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly it looks okay. a lot like the thing that steve rogers goes in to become captain america yeah it does yeah it's halfway between that and like the failed iron man experiments in iron man 2 mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. like uh knockoffs that different like militaries uh-huh. are putting together it's i can totally see that in those movie. that montage it's it's very <laughs> uh it's very 1940s looking it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. look at all uh like it belongs in this time period at all like it seems very (laughs) outdated and it doesn't even seem especially useful like yeah super soldier serum which is what norman osborne is creating Mm. i mean look it's got Mm. its problems but 
making a soldier into a super soldier is way less problematic than whatever this stupid thing is. Yeah, it looks like a grasshopper thorax. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or even even if you took away the super soldier serum that Norman was focusing on, the thing that's been, you know, peeving General Slocum the entire time, the the glider itself that uh, Oscorp developed to go mm-hmm. along with the, you know, the suit and the glider, it already, like, runs laps around this thing. Like, yeah. it's way more sleek and uh, it's agile uh, what's acrobatic what word am i looking for agile thank you thank yeah, you yeah. it's way more agile and useful Ooh. seeming than this i mean it takes however many seconds just to get off the ground and yeah. like turn it's a launch and then and yeah they have a countdown yeah. for this. and then like just the sheer firepower this thing's supposed to be the mm-hmm. best that quest can offer and it gets off the ground about five feet and before it can even like pull the trigger it gets blasted out of the sky mm-hmm. it's it has yeah. no it's 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 so far below the yeah, I blame Captain and, I mean, and that's and, just the glider yeah. and that's just the, you know the the ordinance of it it's ridiculous Ed 209 <laughs> is more impressive than this stupid thing oh yeah um, yeah Ed 209 <laughs> could also stand a better shot against the Green Goblin yeah right right well, you at least move around a bit. Cap- right. Captain uh, Curtis, uh, Captain Curtis doesn't cover himself in glory either. He's he's apparently the best guy they've got, and uh, you know his reaction times is <laughs> a little slow. He could have got a shot. When I was that. watching this, I I heard him say Captain Curtis, but I thought they said Cowboy Curtis at first. <laughs> and the mental <laughs> image was just completely out of the other. Well, he it looks was, like a was... like an English teacher or something. He doesn't really look like a military guy. This guy, he looks like yeah. he's related to um, Jason Schwartzman. A bit, yeah. I <laughs> does he have a does he have well? A... You want to know who he's really related to? Yeah, yeah. So this is David Holcomb. This is fun. I haven't had a minute with like so many like little new introductions of actors in a long time because we basically set up our main cast mm. earlier on, and there's nobody new for quite a while. Uh, so I went on like a little bit of a internet, um, you know, oh yes, rabbit hole trying to learn about these people. So this is David Holcomb, and his older sister is Sarah Holcomb, who played the mayor's uh, underage daughter in Animal House, the one that, like, passes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the one who vanished into obscurity. Who vanished into obscurity, yeah. She was on, she was in Caddyshack for a half Mm -hmm. a second, and then then evaporated. She played Maggie. Yeah, Maggie, the Irish Irish girlfriend. And uh, (laughs) David here, the the younger sibling, uh, he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's most known for starring in Port Charles, which was a spin-off of General Hospital. Oh god. And it was a weird a sick, lot of, it was a weird soap yeah. opera that had vampires in it. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know much about yeah. daytime TV, but I looked this thing up and I was like, that sounds amazing. That like mm-hmm. just the ver the the small um blurb they gave as like a general description for the show. You know, he was Dr. Greg Cooper, and they're like, you know, the guy who's constantly threatening the hospital staff because he was once dropped from the intern program and who may or may not be the general homicide killer. Also, there's werewolves and vampires <laughs> in the sounds, show. It sounds yeah. amazing and, it and for like, awful at the same time. Five, five years on TV. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking daytime soap opera. We're not We're not like a, oh, yeah. like a nighttime thing. This is like a full-on General Hospital-esque, like, yeah, like this is a spinoff, but... Days Apparently, of Our Lives they're, type they're, soap opera. Yeah, Passions type of soap opera. Yeah, and the, their thing that they were kind of known for was that they 
they did shorter telenovela style 13 week arcs instead of the like long unending 30, uh, 30 year arcs. seasons that <laughs> yeah 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 so they would do yeah they would do these like little arcs and they would call them book like book one book two about <laughs> what's gonna happen with the werewolves and the doctors this week wow. uh it just seems adorable and i'm proud of him when uh, when was that he was apparently the when was that on? On um, 97 to 2003. Ah, yeah, yes, I did. I, I yeah. watched that show. This oh, all God. sounded yeah, really familiar. Oh, no yeah, this all yeah. sounded really <laughs> familiar. And and so I needed to know when it was. Yeah, because my, um, my yeah. dad and stepmother were uh, big soap opera people. They, they kept up with like two oh, or really? three soap operas. And so every night at dinner, we would watch mm-hmm. – they would watch a soap opera – and I would be sort of stuck in the room watching it too. And when this <laughs> premiered, they watched it from the beginning. I remember there was an arc um, early on where they all go to an island and there's a killer on the island. Like it's like a like a I know what you awesome. did last summer, like scream thing. Club, Club yeah. Dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it. <laughs> yeah. What a bizarre show. Uh, but yeah, witches, That's werewolves, amazing. vampires, the whole the whole deal. That was a weird show. Anyway, yeah, good for him. Does, um, does yeah, Cap- way to go, does Cap- Captain Curtis. Does, does Captain Curtis have a backstory? Is he a character in the Marvel Universe, or is he just someone no. for this? this yeah, he's just somebody just to get become the up. most expensive privately funded fireworks show. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> sl- even even Slocum doesn't have uh, a backstory. Oh, really? Um, he's right. not from. Uh, yeah, he's not from the comics or anything. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, because it's a. Uh, you know, back then it was a delicate balance because they could only use certain characters from certain oh, titles. Course, right. Yeah, yeah, because of all of the rights mm-hmm. issues and everything. But um, yeah, so no, he's not. He's not anybody. He's just a just random <laughs> pilot guy. Which I don't even he's know. Fodder. Why? Why would would you need a pilot for this thing? Because it doesn't seem like to control this. You would need to know how what like how to pilot a plane. It just like yeah, you're yeah. just like standing in this glass bubble. Well, he's kind of he's kind of got his arms stuck out the side, and and it looks if it, yeah, one shot looks like his actual kind of part of his arm is is actually exposed, and then it gets kind of like he puts his arm into the the kind of mecha arm. Yeah, right. But it looks like he's kind of actually mm. his arm is out there. Yeah, uh, it looks kind of weird. So I don't know. Maybe you need someone to operate those those limbs. I guess that's where there's more guns on on those things. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously I you think, need someone in the suit. But I guess my point is that uh, the the project uh, coordinator mm. says that he's the best pilot we got. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. But can't you just train somebody? And wouldn't they be the best? Yeah. exoskeleton uh, no, pilot like why, why do you need guy. a why do you need a plane pilot like what 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 they need a pilot in order to <laughs> so when they fire their guns on top that thing starts spinning around like a top midair oh yeah it's yeah. just like a leaf on the wind they have to have a pilot to be able to wreck you know fix it so they're like oh somebody with some experience doing multiple g's upside down well that makes sense <laughs> yeah Really, an all-around dangerous platform. There, in the um, in the behind-the-scenes book, there's like earlier concept art for the the Badger uh, image prototype, and there's one that uh, the artist James uh, uh, I've already forgotten his name. Sorry, I'll, I'll credit you in a different episode. But there was an earlier version of this that was just there was no flying involved at all. It was just uh, like spider-legged, like an on-the-ground type of oh, military right. vehicle mm. with just like a bunch a, of like like a Bomar like monk. A, 
Yeah, like a spider slayer. Type. Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. would have been that would have uh, been good. Like to to bring in the spider slayer thing. Yeah. Uh, especially if they yeah, had if they on. had built uh if they had if they had done that and if they had. Oh man, it would have been great if they would have been able to reveal that uh, what's his name was secretly working for Quest Aerospace, and that's why Smythe. he was. Yeah, no, not not Smythe. Yeah, um, the the guy, oh, the oh, other oh, guy. Oh, oh. You mean uh, in this movie? Yeah, yeah, in this movie. Yeah. Anyway, um, the the other uh, scientist, um, Norman's. Uh, oh, Norman's yeah. guy. Um, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to formula guy. Right. Right. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, the spider slayer thing would have been really, that would have been way, um, better than whatever, this whatever this is. is. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. you know what it looks it like? It looks like, it looks like, uh, they're going to shrink this guy down and it's going to be like an inner space thing. Yeah. He looks like he's about to be a cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it looks yeah, like, it has it to looks like they're going to shrink this down and someone's going to swallow it. Um, <laughs> hey, go perform pancreas. Go, go perform appendicitis on this guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's our best doctor. We put our best doctor go in, in there. Go in there and fix Lavelle. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a werewolf. I would watch that show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they made that daytime series, I'd be on board with it. Um, and he would have all the relevant experience. Yeah. Ring yes. up. Bring up David Holcomb. Yeah, well, it's, it's like I've done all of these things. It's, it's I really not. like that the goblin attack happens primarily off screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You see, like the flash yeah. of green and his visor, and then I like right. how he he, he puts no. his cackling over That's his it. loudspeaker as well. Probably got some good speakers right. on that uh, on that uh, yeah. wing of his. <laughs> Those are bows. Those are high. End. Well, you gotta yeah. you gotta be able to to hear him over the engine of the oh, yeah. the, <laughs> the locust the thing. You're right. Um, you know, what's the use of having a maniacal alter ego if it gets drowned out by engine noise? Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, it's all yeah. part of the you have to plan for these things, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, it's the first like full on cackling villain laugh we had like the sort of scary one that only norman could hear earlier right. in the film but this is the first time that like he kind of goes full joker and right. just like belts out a big old scary laugh and it works uh whether or not the sound design makes literal sense uh, I, I don't know is it meant to be like a voice amplified thing with the armor itself that happens or is it just like Norman somehow gains the power to project better than any opera singer in the world once he. Uh, I feel like it's uh, the, the mask does have like a it's a grid, but it also has like a speaker on the front of it, right? Okay, yeah, like a mesh. Uh, yeah, so you can I think you see later. La- well, yeah. spoiler later down in the road when they're fighting on the building top. That or, or, yeah, there's it's mm-hmm. like a something over the mouth, like it's something. I mean, it's it's possible. His... I I think ultimately it's that it's just that movie thing mm. of. Like, don't yeah. think about yeah. it. Like, they need to talk to each other. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't yeah. ask so many questions. Right. Um, but, right. Uh, but, I, but I do think, I think it only makes sense uh, for there to be a microphone speaker set up going on in that. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, you know, the board that he's on is, it's going to be loud. You know, like it was, when it was in the lab earlier, when the bald dude was on it, uh, it was loud. Um <laughs> So, yeah. you know, you, you've got to be able to talk over that. So I imagine, uh, you know, mm. speakers, uh, some sort of speaker setup um, makes sense. Yeah. Even Captain Curtis has like a microphone in there uh, to, to stay on radio contact with everybody. So, yeah. He does. Okay. Standard, standard military fare then, I guess. Uh, yeah. SOP, man. I mean, it's SOP. Very, yeah. <laughs> 
It was a very, very brief flash of the goblin, but I do like just the, like, um, the physicality it has where he's, like, surfing through the air like a yeah. deranged, I don't know, mm-hmm. X-game contestant. Um, and then just explosions all around. Old school, like, gasoline explosions with a with a physical model, which mm-hmm. I love, too. That it's not just, like, CGI. Now, when it blasts uh, out, are those, um, are there's, like, a couple of boards that fly out kind of in the mid-screen. Are, are those CGI? It looks like they're CGI. They don't act like they, they should. Yeah, I, I feel like the, um, the extra bits of detritus and whatnot around there are CGI, but that the act, the, um, the physical effect of the fire mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, Oh yeah. You, sh- you shoot that, you shoot that plate. Well, with I, real I, I think, I think it's, I, it, yeah. it needed to be CGI to match with the, uh, graduation caps for the transition. To right. Work. Sure. Which I love yeah. that. Transition. Which is hilarious. I love that transition. Yeah. No, the transition <laughs> is magical. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, okay. One more uh, question before, before we move on. Uh, I, yeah. I, I just, I feel like this is an important question. Why are they doing oh. this at night? <laughs> That's a good question. It's secret. Mood. Mood. <laughs> it's also easier to yeah. hide the wires. <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah. I, maybe General Slocum is doing things on the up and up all day. And they'd be too public or something. I don't know, but it, this isn't supposed to be some this, back alley. Yeah, this like, is on the up and up. Is it? Uh, this yeah, is, this is yeah. the badger on the down low. Yeah, this is this, this is, is yeah. more on the up and up than the the super soldier serum because uh, Norman true. is uh, yeah. testing that on himself. <laughs> yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Always, Maybe it's always the, a good idea, yeah. kids. Test your super serums yeah. on yourself first. On yourself. My, my first theory and do all your is weird that aircraft at night. My my theory yeah. is that Quest Aerospace uh, is lying and that this is a piece of junk and they're hiding the special <laughs> effects by doing it at night. Yeah, they're hiding the wires. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, pulling yeah, him up with a brand. There's a big crane it. above him. <laughs> it's just painted yeah. black. Yeah. <laughs> like half buried behind a hill. You know, they like camouflaged it. Right. <laughs> they got like... This is all special effects. Or... Or maybe it's just maybe when you do build experimental aircraft, uh, you really get off on the idea of people thinking it's a UFO, so you only do them at night <laughs> on the hopes that, like, some random passerby will become confused and then you can put your... Like, you can't tell your your family what you're up to, I guess. You know, th- mm. things are classified. But you could, like, point in the newspaper and be like, hmm, I wonder what that was last night, honey. I wonder what that uh-huh. was. wonder why people were nervous about that. And they'll be like, Harold, are you okay? And he'll be like, I'm just... Just proud, and then you know, walk away. He'll take his plate of sausages and walk away. Uh, that's the most reasonable explanation. <laughs> maybe Captain Curtis is a vampire. I mean, you know, he's not he could be a vampire. They could only oh, do yeah, it. Oh yeah, maybe he's a. Oh, yeah. That's right. Can only do it yeah, Captain Curtis. Maybe everyone at Quest Aerospace is a vampire, and mm, the only operator night. That's why Slocum likes them. So, yeah, so in other words, what you're actually suggesting is that uh, Nor- Norman Osborn's a hero. That's he's a hero. Yeah. Clearly, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. That's assuming they're bad vampires, Scott. Uh, okay, all fair, vampires fair, are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I, hey, I, I apologize. Cur- unless they've been cursed by the gypsies to get a soul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's literally Scott's one views of on vampires do not reflect my own views on vampires. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all bad. Or if you like, 
Oh God! It's a like John Chu trouble. No, this is definitely you know, yeah, this is the I Am Legend the, moment, right? Being yeah. in the Marvel universe, there's no black guys here, so Blade is is safe somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that yeah, all true. all these white vampires are bad. So let's just burn them all. It's fine. Perfect. That's fair. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> white vampires are bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. except like Morbius is kind of okay sometimes. Is that his name? The living vampire? Mo- yeah, Morbius. Morbius. He just looks like Dracula and hangs out with Spider-Man sometimes. He's got red eyes. Mm. But he's okay. I don't know. He's not in this movie. <laughs> what is in this he movie just smokes is a this lot great of hat weed. transition. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. They're like, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the hat, that graduation cap transition is so goofy. It's the, it it's is. the right kind of goofy, I think. It's uh, comic book goofy. That's exactly what we Yeah. Need. Yeah, it's the, I don't know, throwing something in the air or making like a quip and then the the next shot, not a match cut since it's, since it's a comic book panel, but like that you, you recreate the framing on a sillier version of the object. It's just, right. it's charming. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's very much, uh, it, it, it's, it's Sam Raimi's sense of humor. Like we just saw, we just saw about a dozen people burned alive, just like exploded. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we're gonna cut from that to like this really joyous occasion. Like that's just a really silly Sam Raimi thing yeah. to do. Mm. But he sticks with the and green. This, so the sheer the, cheesiness. Yeah. The, oh, that's right. I didn't even the, think about that. The green, yeah. Really? The, the, the green consistent palette. Loves his theme. Um, this chess yeah. club scene group. There's two black people yeah. in this group. Why? Why? Who? Who made the decision to just like shove them in the back where you can barely see them? Oh boy! Oh boy! That's right. In fact, I think there's so, a third person hiding back there, like an administrator who's also black. Yeah, that you can't just, even like, see, you can see because eyeball. of the way they're they're all stacked. Oh up my on god! Him. There is. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what now, are is we to assume this about? is like? <laughs> is this the club for the game know. chess or for the musical by Murray Head that they're uh, just huge fans of? Um, <laughs> I assume. I mean, I, I want I it to assume. be the second thing, but I would assume. It's I, I personally feel like. So here's the thing. Here's why I wonder because he's standing there with a science award. Like you're in the chess club. Why are you holding this up for the photo for the chess club? This is a Peter Parker thing, not a chess club thing. Check your privilege. Yeah, it's prestigious. <laughs> It's prestigious for the yeah, chess club yeah. to have the just, you know the, the the science award guy on the team. So I'm just imagining them okay. like just being avid fans of One Night in Bangkok. <laughs> Checks out. Yes, it's it's mostly music groups. Yeah, yeah. So either either this is the like rising tide lifting all boats approach to like how nice this chess club photo will look. That oh, if we put Peter's like you know accolades in here that makes us all look well or it's this sort of tall poppy syndrome where like peter's just kind of being a, a jerk and just being like oh it's this one let me make sure i get my award wait wait, wait. no i'm better than all of you uh, <laughs> i like how the fact that the frame. science award the plaque just says science in very large letters <laughs> it would wouldn't it yeah that's better what and else is like, gonna say tiny what do you call it? Instead of saying, yeah. like, you know, in order to, uh, you know, commend Peter Parker on his achievements and blah, 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 as most awards do yeah. say, it's just got yeah. science. Just says science. Oh, yeah, sure, Peter, sure. Mostly uh, they're, Pete... they're usually named after someone. Like it would say the, yeah. the Mur- oh, F. Yeah. Murray Abraham Award for Excellence in whatever. But <laughs> it this just says play science. Acting. Yeah, dramatic play action. Peter uh, is uh, flanked by two creepy twin brothers. Um, 
Oh, yeah, he is. Totally. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's fun. What are the odds yeah. two creepy twin brothers are totally into musicals? <laughs> and about chess. <laughs> and one night in Bangkok. You know them and so well, games. George. Uh, you know, it's all about the Cold War. <laughs> really? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Isn't everything. Um, I'm wondering whether to talk about this uh, this graduation shooting location today where we just have like a tiny little glimpse of it. Or if I should say that for tomorrow when we have save like a whole tomorrow. scene about it. Yeah, yeah. save it for but tomorrow. To, it suffice to say this is a fun location when they could have put it anywhere. Yeah. Um, a veritable montage else? of things tomorrow. Yeah, It's very true. It's uh, very true. But today was all about the badger. And the uh, mushroom, mushroom the cohort. Yeah. <laughs> it's got no, it looks Badgers nothing like a budget. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with a budget. <laughs> I, I so kind of think that that exoskeleton did fly like a badger. That's how as effective yeah. as it was. <laughs> uh, if only the school mascot was a badger. Oh, that would um, be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. I, I feel like that would pose more questions than answers, but I would, I would be into it. Um, <laughs> I, What's really disappointing is that Captain Curtis was writing his own musical called One Night in Badger, and it was going to be <laughs> oh, awesome. No. Yeah, and it, just, it ended in tragedy. Oh, it ended in tragedy. <laughs> yeah. um, so what? What is It'll it with uh, what? What is it with elderly ladies uh, always commenting on how handsome young men look <laughs> in certain situations? Oh, uh, that is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh-uh. They're allowed yeah. to. They get away with it. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just look, don't know you how to relate so to kids anymore. Your graduation so gown. Do, do does anyone? It's a graduation oh. gown. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a sack with a flat piece of wood, cardboard on your head. Yeah. That's, that's a fashion statement we're going for, right? Right. It's awesome. got like an elastic judge. band in the back because it's a rental. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. she's yeah. just. They, super all, they all had that. Right. Uh, right, they all proud. have that yeah, because think, it's, think, uh, it's one size fits all because it's a rental. Yeah, you yeah. don't keep it. Well, depending on the size of your head, one size fits most. Right. Most, I'm pretty sure yeah, that redhead kid the, in the back who was standing on. next to Peter in the photo, his mm-hmm. was probably a custom job. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work the other way, does it? If it was uh, if it was Uncle Ben going up to Mary Jane saying, "Oh, you look so uh, cute in your little uh, graduation." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stranger <laughs> danger. Yeah. Well. I, well, I mean, I could, I guess, I, maybe that particular adjective uh, is <laughs> oh, a yeah. little creepy. But, but, if, but, if, but if he had come up you to Mary beautiful. Jane and was like, "Oh, you look beautiful in your cap and gown, Mary Jane," like that's not creepy. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, Depends on how long yeah. you linger. Yeah, behind it. Yeah. Well, I also wonder, like, what is available to them? Like, what are standard, appropriate, like, ways to praise a young man on, like, I don't know, completing something? Like, you look more adult now i guess you could say that but just like a shorthand i guess flattery wise be like you look so handsome in your whatever it is your bar mitzvah uniform your uh, <laughs> right. your graduation cap you know your your first suit and tie you just look so handsome when you just you still look like you wearing a different thing like nothing right. about you has changed but i think they're trying to lean you in the direction of like oh if you you know behave however mm-hmm. you're behaving right now which is accomplishing things then you have Girls will talk value? to you. Yeah, yeah. Old ladies at least will. And here's an example. Good, good job. Good job. Zach, everyone. everyone wants to be pretty. Okay. Everyone wants to be pretty. That's true. true. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and and they, on that they, note... They all, they all find pretty <laughs> moments. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, uh, 
we'll we'll wrap up uh, today's episode. We got plenty more graduation minute. talk um, for tomorrow's minute. <laughs> Uh, guys, why don't you uh, tell the people at home, in case they don't already know who you are, uh, tell tell people mm-hmm. about uh, Mogwai Minute. Go on, George. We we have a minute-by-minute podcast based on the delightful 1984 classic Gremlins. Um, we do the same Woo. thing they're doing to Spider-Man, just with Gremlins, and um, it's awesome. Uh, it is awesome. Scott was on, God, a long time ago, Scott. You were on a long time ago. We're almost done with this thing. Yeah. And it feels like your minutes were. Gosh, they weren't even gremlins ago. yet. Um, <laughs> no, they right. weren't. You still had yeah. Mogwai. Yeah, I still had Mogwai. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long ago this was. Yeah. They were in Mogwai's uh, playing knock knock with each other. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. So, where can we find uh, you guys online then? Is it just a Mogwai Minute uh, like on Twitter or something like that? Or yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Mogwai Minute on Twitter. Yeah, you take, uh-huh. you take care of that. Pretty much. Know. You know, just wherever you find uh, <laughs> podcasts, you'll find us at, at the Mogwai Minute. All right. Well, uh, you can find us at uh, the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, you're going to want to join there because there's new posts going up every day talking about this show and just all things Spider-Man. And if you're worried about Homecoming spoilers because you haven't seen Homecoming yet, don't worry. There is a spoiler wall in effect, a strict spoiler wall. Uh, so uh, no, there are no uh, Homecoming spoilers happening over there. So it is safe. Uh, is it safe? It's safe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Minute, friendly neighborhood <laughs> listener group. Go there, talk about this episode, all the other episodes, and so on and so forth. And we will be back tomorrow with Minute 52. Bye.